right, well now it's time to talk some Game of Thrones, and it has been a spectacular season on this show. Probably my hands-down favorite season so far. And all I have to say is, all hail the Khaleesi. Oh. You know, it's about time she got back on that fucking dragon. Mm -hmm. You know what? Okay. Okay. Ladies, I I know we're going to talk at length about this, but watching the end of episode six, like this bitch got dumped off at the the end of last season. Uh, Drogo just uh, like up and like disappeared like a fart in the wind, (laughs) left her at the hands of the Kalasari. She was almost set in, like, you know, a widow's purgatory. She then burned down the hovel, became, like, the head of the whole Kalasari, which was fucking epic. Spectacular. But then, like, she's kicking around with her troop of the Kalasari, and then, like, the wind stirs, and she's talking to her boy about, like, how many ships, and she's like, wait here, guys, I'll be right back, and then, boom, comes back on Drogo's back. I'm like, bitch, this, where was your dragon three episodes ago? Mm-hmm, yeah. Huh? Couldn't he just come swoop through there? I know it didn't motivate the story. I know this didn't do for, you know, plot positioning and all of that. But I'm like, uh, I, I got a bit of a bone to pick with that. Otherwise, the season's been legit. Well, first off, uh, John is alive. Oh, uh, John Snow. You skipped around, but I needed to oh, talk no, about no, John no, no, Snow. Oh, no, 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 well, no. You know, well, let's, let's go ahead. And, I'm sorry. Let's, let's back it up a little bit here. You <laughs> went straight no, for the end. No, because I do have some big feels about John, but I'll get to that. So who'd like to start? All right, Jon Snow. I, I'm super Fantastic. excited about this. I'm, I'm so pumped up, and there's a lot of theories that are going around that has me so excited. Um, I don't know if you know about the R plus L equals J. What is, is that? Is everyone familiar with what this is? Yes, I, I am. I'm going to melt your brains right now. Okay. So um, it talks about Jon Snow's true heritage, that he's not Ned Stark's son, but oh. Ned Stark's nephew. Yes. And at the Tower of Joy, you know that whole flash for or flashback that we had there mm. with Bran uh-huh. and seeing Ned Stark and, and how the story was a little different than how he was told, right. kind of foreshadowing that maybe he right. wasn't the most honest man that we know him as. Yeah. And so it's foreshadowing all of that. And, and the buzz is, is in that tower is his sister, Leanne, who right. he's going to find in a, a puddle of blood. And we're, the speculation is the, the it's childbirth blood. And that it says in the book, um, Ned, promise me. And so everyone's going crazy thinking that the promise is, say this is your bastard son. Protect my son. Raise him as your own. And it just blows your mind. So, so then is he Robert's heir? Or Robert's son then? Robert Baratheon's? No. It, no. This, is, this ties into the fan theory that I was telling you guys about the last time. Is that is that Jon Snow is the son of Rhaegar Targaryen and Lyanna Stark? That's right. And okay. and what Lady Lady Slade brought up about Bran, you know, having the flashbacks. Uh, he has a flashback to the Tower of Love, where it is that joy. is where Ned Stark Tower of Joy, yeah, Tower of Joy, <laughs> where Ned Stark finds his sister Lyanna after the Great Big War that Robert Baratheon starts. And right. she's under guard, and and you see that in this flashback. And I was watching that scene, going, "Oh my god, oh my god, Me oh too. my god!" Just show her, show her having the best, you know, ha- show her having Jon Snow. But they cut it, and so they keep they keep teasing. See, this us. is this is all this is all stuff from number six, which I haven't seen yet. Yeah. So, if if I may, ladies, can uh, can you kind of interpret for the layman what does this mean uh, about Jon Snow's lineage? Then, if he is 
the son of Ned's sister. Well, basically, he's not only the son of Ned's sister, he's the son of Rhaegar Targaryen, which means that he has a claim to the throne of Westeros. Okay. He, he is basically the cousin of Daenerys. Okay. And he's and the because, prince that was promised. And Exactly. Because of the world that they live in, right. he has a more legitimate claim to the throne yeah. than she does, if this turns out to be true. They both have legitimate claims to mm-hmm. the throne. Um, so, but also the, you know, with Jon Snow and everything, the big reveal with Melisandre when she took off of oh her necklace. Yeah. You know what? I always had the chub looking at her and the minute she took that off and saw the reflection, that was, <laughs> yeah. I went straight from fucking midnight to six, you know, just, meh. <laughs> oh that was a that was a crazy scene that oh, shit straight gave me chill oh no i was happy to see her boobs again and then it was like <laughs> oh no and then they pointed straight south and then they went straight south <laughs> oh god she didn't kick and those then, things and then did it did it did it and that was and that was the uh that was the end of episode one of this current yeah. season yeah. with with uh the red lady um, showing off those spectacular tatas, and then oh, <laughs> hey everybody, uh, I don't really look this good, Psych. which makes me wonder about the uh, the other chick who goes to speak with uh, Tyrion. Uh, Tyrion, who is uh, apparently later on, older. Who yeah, yeah. Is apparently the original older. wasn't it? The original yeah. follower of the the Red um, God. She's their high, she's their high priestess, which gives me all of, like the, 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 the neighboring squiggies. city. Gives she's me gorgeous. All the squiggies because the the actress who plays her is fucking gorgeous. Oh, I gotta yes. say too, I love really what I, I really have loved watching Tyrion govern in Daenerys's absence yeah. after she flies yeah. away from the dragon because he is now showing not her but her council how you actually get shit done if yeah. you yeah. want to rule, right? Like that there and has you have to, to be make certain allowances. Yeah, not compromise. just to get freedom, but to make peace, you have to compromise. And he is showing them that, and they are incredibly uncomfortable with the idea. But I think that by the time she really comes back and sees what's happened, like they're going to go, he's going to go to explain, she's going to freak out, but then they're going to, his Grey Worm and uh, Misandre are going to back Tyrion up because they see that he's actually been able to achieve what he said he would. And he, he gains their trust. And so then they convince her to trust him yeah. from there on out. Yeah. I guess we'll see. So, um, you know, Jon Snow coming back is a really big thing. And the thing about Jon Snow is that, you know, uh, basically his pledge as a um, person on the wall is that you, you do it until you die. And since he died, he he's can now done. walk away from the Night's Watch. Yeah, he's clear. He's free he to go. He got off on a technicality. That, yes, yeah. he did. <laughs> it's a it's a fucked up technicality, but he did. So now he's free to actually help his family. So um especially Sansa. So maybe we should talk about her next. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right. All right. I had and I and I, and I gotta I gotta throw this out here because I I watched the scene and then I jogged back and I watched it again and then uh, I jogged I literally watched it like six times in a row when Sansa comes to the uh the castle on the wall. And, and John sees her for the first time. Yeah, it was just like, oh wow! Oh, and like beautiful. I had to watch it because so I watched it one time, and of course you're focused on Sansa, you know. And then I watched it another time, and I'm focused on John. And then I watched another time, and I'm watching, uh, you know, the, the the footman in the background. And then, but uh, probably my favorite scene in the entire season is Sansa getting off the horse and looking at John and him going, oh, stepping back, 
coming down really slow, and then she just like they pause and stare at each other, and she like throws herself into beautiful. his arms. I had like arms. all of the tears. It was yeah. just <laughs> it's, it's one of the it's it's got to be one of the most powerful moments in the show so yes. far. Is the re is the first reunion of any of the Starks because yeah. they have yeah. all been separate since. Season, season one. one like the first episode since yeah. basically yeah since since the very beginning they have been far flung to the farthest reaches of westeros yeah. and for the first time since the very beginning john is seeing his sister again after all of this shit went down and what are we thinking like two three years has gone five. by five years has gone by five years roughly and if you read in the in in the books that's about the timeline it's about five or six years okay. that, that has taken place and all kind of crazy shit has happened. And, and I mean, John's probably assumed past a certain point that it, all of his family was dead yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. because he's been hearing more and more reports about, you know, first one dies, then another, then another. And it's yeah. like, why should he, you know, why should he expect Sansa to be anything anywhere? Right. And then all of a sudden he sees her again and she sees him and they're all, they're all they have. And you see that like, and from there, they're gonna they're gonna go on to do some some incredibly amazing things. I really liked the follow up scene when they were sitting by the fire, and um, they start uh, you know they're talking about they're catching up, up and growing and up and how she was mean to him and he was kind of kind of an he, asshole. And then he hands her and then she like points. She and she's like, the give me the give me the ale. Yeah, the ale. <laughs> and he like the fa the face he makes like, oh, you drink now? Like that's weird because I haven't seen you since you were. 12 yeah you yeah know? they're different people now and they're totally different people and it's and it's you're really a... seeing sansa change too now that mm -hmm. she's um having that meeting and lied to her brother oh yeah and now you're seeing her as more of a leader and taking charge which is super exciting as well well i mean right. after she's like so 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 ruthlessly and violently thrown into womanhood you know yeah. with the, at the rape uh the the, the 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 with the rape at the hands of yeah. ramsay and the season or the the um scene with Littlefinger when she's like no what do you think he did to me? And be oh, very specific. Oh. And then when he's like, oh, oh did, yeah. did he cut you? And she's like, oh, you do know who the Ramsey is. That one was like. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <Okay>. let's, <laughs> let's, let's talk about Arya here for a minute. Because, <sighs> I mean, of all the characters, I mean, like, okay, I love Sansa. I love Sansa a lot. I mean, the growth of her character is fantastic. I love Bran. I love Jon. But I tell you, Arya seems to be the most conflicted and, in my opinion, the most complex character. Yeah. in the entire series and to, to see her go through all the trials that she has um trying to become one of the disciples of the faceless god and then here in this last episode to basically turn around and, and take a big steaming shit on all the work she did yep. and thwart every single attempt that she's done i'm i'm kind of taken aback but i'm not surprised yeah, I mean, Arya Stark uh, is Arya Stark. And yeah. as much as she wants to, you know, become one of these faceless people, she cannot deny her past. And so the the play within the play that they did mm -hmm. was very, very you know clever. know very well. It threw her history right into her face. And I think that when she saw that, it was cathartic for her. She's like, I am a Stark and I need to now go forth as a Stark and re reclaim my family's good name. She's always run by her own rules, which I really like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think her her story is one. She seems to me like one of the characters throughout this who has undergone who has undergone the most 
transformative sort of growth, right? Mm-hmm. She's definitely made the biggest transformation out of any characters in the in the show, going from being this this feisty little scrap of a girl to a legit badass assassin. She actually goes back to the theater. She poisons the flask of the main actress, mm-hmm. and in the last minute after the actress has kind of like given her a bit of a pep talk and kind of called her out because she saw her backstage. How many times have you been here? Three shows have you paid? No. And then she starts to kind of bond with Arya. Um, after Arya's already poisoned this thing, then Arya skips out. This actress is about to drink from the poison flask. Then Arya dips out of the cuts, is like slaps the drink out of her hand, says, you don't want to drink that, and then points to the younger, the understudy, goes, she means to kill you, and then boom, she steps out. Then the blonde who is beating on her and teaching her all kinds of shit. The waif. The waif sees her in the shadows kind of thing, goes back, reports to the main guy, says, you know, she failed you. He's like, oh, that's a pity. She had so much potential. But you promised. But you promised. So there's a fight between Arya and this other chick. And I'll tell you what, I don't like the waif. The waif pisses me off. Oh, she's supposed to. Continuously. And the last scene you see with Arya is she's digging in the rocks and she pulls needle out. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. And then, and then takes it back in into her bedchamber and slips it under the rug. Oh, boy, oh, boy, and oh, boy. And so I'm like, mm, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. The plot thickens the here. The return of the needle. I can't yes. wait to see her drive that sharp little bugger into that bitch's breast. Right. <laughs> I really, I can't. I'm, I'm so looking forward to it. <laughs> There's so many things I'm looking forward to. Every episode has been huge. Yeah. I know, and you, you mentioned this uh, uh, on a time or two already, you know, in exchanges back and forth. They're like, oh, my God, this episode. Oh, my God, this episode. Oh, my God, this Every episode. Every time. Oh, we've been buzzing about this in our chat on Facebook like a week. It's been amazing. So yeah. we only have three episodes left. Yeah. And the last episode is supposed to air here at the end of June. I think we need to talk about Bran. Yes. Yes, I was going to get there. Talk about this very unique journey that he is going on. And then, of course, the, the horribleness that happened there. Um, you know, so Bran has now become the new three-eyed raven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has the ability to look He's the into the past. the on the hog, huh? He sure he is. <laughs> warg. I'm, I'm He's a warg. He's a warg. I've been trying to, <laughs> waiting to use that all day. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, so anyways, um, so that, that brings up a discussion that I really wanted to have. You know, if Bran not only has the ability to go into the past... And as we found out in episode five, can affect the past. There becomes this really weird time-space continuum thing happening with him. And as we all know, at at the end of episode five, Brand infiltrates the mind of Hodor when he's young in the past and basically causes, I would guess, a grand mal seizure that turns him into Hodor. And Hodor literally witnesses his own death as it's happening. Mm. Not only that, but it, he also, <sighs> it, it was his fate. It was fated. So not only is Bran able to influence the past, but he's also able to influence the fate of the future. Oh. What can he do with that power? I mean, could he go back to before he was pushed off the tower and get his legs back? Could he go even Ooh. further back and, if and he, change history? And if he did, what would that change in the present? Because that whole thing kind of yeah. catapulted that that definitely has an effect on where he ends up going. Yeah. So if and he doesn't ever get too. if he doesn't ever get shoved out the right. Yeah. I mean, without without him getting pushed out the window, the war really doesn't happen. 
past like a past a certain point. It doesn't escalate to the point that it does Mm -hmm. where he has to flee and 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 do all this shit. No, this is I, I seriously felt like when I watched that that I was the only person on the internet who thought that that in itself was a bigger deal than Hodor dying. We never really saw his death. Because no, I'm sorry, it was totally overshadowed by Hodor. Because to me, I don't <laughs> totally know. I never, overshadowed. I was I so never sad. Had, I never had that big of an attachment to the character. I oh no, I didn't either. But then, but then the full gravity of his character, how important he is uh-huh. to like the entire universe. I mean, it, they fucking they slammed it. They slammed it on my foot, and it just hurt so much. Yeah, yeah. It's just like the gravity, the weight of it, really hit home. And I'm like. Oh, this simple giant, this 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 big humble bear here, plays such an integral part, and and he's and he's sacrificed, and it just mm. hold the door, what? hold the door. Oh, fuck, man! And because of the the and because of the implications behind how it happened, it's probably for me was one of the biggest kind of shocking moments since the red wedding, in terms yeah. of what it means for the entire story. Mm-hmm. Because the red wedding, when that shit happens, you're like, this changes everything, and yeah. I have no idea how. Yeah, it just it completely the red wedding shake it 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 just takes the whole fucking hourglass and just shakes it and turns it over, and you have right. no idea what's gonna fall. So out. let's get back to Bran here. I, I I like where you're going with this because I've I've read a few things here because we got flashes of the Mad King. Yeah. Burn them all, burn them all, burn them all, burn them down, or whatever he's saying, mm-hmm. and. You know, I mean, the Mad King, from from what the lore says and from what the story says, the Mad King suddenly snapped one day, and he just kind of lost his shit. And then it was it was all madness and mayhem, and he had to be put down by Jamie. Mm-hmm. So that does actually lend a really good point as to maybe Bran gets in his head, oh. and and has and has something to, to do with his yeah in trying to help. He actually causes a lot of issues. Because he does hear voices. That's how he does hear voices. So maybe Bran has a heavy hand in this. Do we let's talk about Daenerys here for a minute? Because this bitch finally got back on her dragon. I said this, you know, (laughs) twenty minutes ago. And you know, and I'll say this again. Lottie fucking dog, great. You got up on the back of your dragon, all of a sudden you're like this big swollen clitoris of a woman again because you've got your dragon (laughs) and you're expounding to the whole Kalasari. That, you know, we're going to get on these thousand, you know, uh, wooden horses and we're going to sail the sea and we're going to do all this and everything that Drogo promised me we're actually going to do. Where the fuck was this big speech three episodes ago? Where was your moxie before? She needed like, to prove it. Well, well, yeah, she had to prove it and her dragon had to show the fuck up. Yeah, he had a growth spurt. It's okay. Well, and, you know, again, <laughs> I know this is, I mean, of, of everything that's happened in season six, this is the big weak point for me. Okay, yeah, she had to be brought to the to the main hut with all the widowed Khaleesi, you know, and 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 befriend uh, you know, one of the other widowed Khaleesi's and and you know, motivate some plots here for a little bit and then, you know, set a trap and burn all the other uh, you know, head calls to the ground, which was great. Um so it was a reason to show off some skin and then also some awesome pyrotechnics at the same time, which I'm not going to complain about. But yeah, no, that's that's my only issue. And and like, okay, great. So she's back up on her dragon, and this is this is going to do the thing now. But I mean, of everything that happened thus far in season six, that left me f- feeling a bit, uh, a, a bit short, a bit uh, underwhelmed, really. Yeah, of well, everything else. It, it's frustrating for for us because you know, you know, season one, she's already with the Drothraki, Dr- 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 mm-hmm. and now we're at season six and sh- six, and she's back with the Drothraki. Dr- yeah. Dr- 
trying to convince them to go with her to Westeros. It's like we're seeing this shit all over again. But this time she's put herself into a position of power that they cannot deny and will follow her, you know, until their dying breath. So it, it does kind of suck that she had to go revert, you know, to that. So, um, yeah, you know, I mean, I think everyone has been tapping their toes waiting for her to invade Westeros. I mean, we have been literally waiting you know five six years well in that i'd like to go into some predictions and on that note i'd like to say that if we don't see at least by the end of the end of next season the landing party like looking at westeros i'm gonna be really annoyed oh we're gonna get it okay I'm and, certain. Uh, yeah, from, i hope so from what i understand um um uh the the author george martin has said what eight books or was it seven seven, seven books so this is seven or excuse me this is six but I've also heard murmurings that HBO signed HBO 10 years. 10 years. Yep. Thank you. HBO wants 10 seasons, which I could totally see them dragging this on well past yeah, I was whatever he writes. I was surprised that John and Sansa had such a reunion so quick. I thought they were going to drag that out too. So I'm wondering where they're going to start dragging things. It, it seems like it's Daenerys that they keep dragging. <laughs> oh, no, no, they are. No, they are. Here's, yeah. here's it's the taken thing. her five years now here's since the she thing had about, her dragons. Well, that's the, the thing. Here, here's, the thing about, here's the thing about her story is that her story, what? yeah, her story is probably going to be the most important, but along the way is going to be the least interesting. Okay. And that's kind of what they've been doing with it so far. Like, her story is not especially compelling because it's happening completely separate from the main action. Yeah. And so the fact that nothing's happened to get her into the main action yet is like, okay, everybody's now it's hey, we're halfway through season six. Everybody's it's tapping time here. Their watch. What are we doing it's here? Folks? Time. These, they don't, they don't not know this. Yeah. Now that she's got the Kalasar, they're going to mobilize and she's either going to, she's either going to set sail for Westeros or land on Westeros by the time the season is done. I, I you think almost, so. I'm almost certain okay. it's going to be, she's either going to be on the road or is going to be just arriving. Um, because if not, like people are, people are going to lose interest and they got to be paying attention to that. Ladies predictions. Um, a couple things I am hoping to see. Um, but, my favorite prediction that I'm really crossing my fingers is there's three dragons. Who's going to ride them? Oh, no. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that it's going to be Daenerys and uh, Jon Snow because he's got that Targaryen blood, hopefully. And then uh, I'm also thinking uh, Tyr Tyrion. Thank you. that he is a secret Targaryen. So many words. Targaryen. <laughs> a secret Targaryen. So I'm, uh, that's my huge thing that I'm like, oh, so hoping for. No, I'm 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 with you on the dragons. Uh, obviously, Daenerys is riding Drogo. So, I mean, you know, that's her dragon. Um, and then I definitely want to see uh, Tyrion on one of those dragons, but I think Bran's going to be the, the yeah. third rider. I agree, especially because Tyrion was the one we talked about this before. We Remember, did. he made the saddle yeah. for Bran in yeah. the in the in the first season of the show for him to be able to ride on horseback when he was a cripple, yeah. and so he can and 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 that's going to be something that comes full circle. And another thing with that too that uh, I think is a, a good bit of foreshadowing, and if you and if you Martin is all about fucking foreshadowing. Yeah. There's a part where Tyrion, I think, in season one, says that he has a soft spot for like cripples and for weaklings and for yeah. the and for the meek and so on and so yeah. forth. And I think it's going to be very much a the meek shall inherit the earth sort of thing with the with the with the dwarf and the cripple and the exile coming back to take Westeros for the people. Well, to lend more to that, when he is unshackling the dragons, he's talking about when he was younger and he told his father that all he wanted. For his birthday, yeah, was a dragon, right? Yeah, 
It was a cute little. If story. they don't put him up on one of those dragons, I will be disappointed. Fucking a. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Viking predictions. You. Predictions. Um, I think that Jon Snow and Sansa are you going to unite with the armies at River Run and take out Ramsay fucking Whoa. Bolton? Oh, yeah. yeah. Are, are you are you are you saying this in a short term prediction? Like we should see this by the end of I, the season. I want to see it by the end of the season. I'd love to see Ramsay. I want to watch Ramsay die and drawn and quartered. Um, you know, this season has been very much about women coming into their own, which has mm-hmm. been great. Um, you know, I want, I definitely want to see what's going to happen with the Greyjoys since they took off after yeah. their, their uncle with killed the their father. They took off with all the ships and those are the ships that Danny needs mm-hmm. to get to Westeros. So I'm wondering if they're going to take his idea and run with it. Um, so I'm kind of hoping that that happens cause she needs the damn ships. And on a personal side note, I seriously hope that Tormund Giants Bane fucks Brienne of Tarth. Uh-huh. They need to get married. Okay, okay yeah, uh-huh. we can talk about this they for a minute. They need to get together. That has been oh the most God. the most compelling little side thing going on in the in the show for me this this season so far. <laughs> the minute that Tormund oh saw God, Brienne, his face though, his, so great. His, his face is like every time they're on horseback and he's like leering at her, yeah. and she like looks away, just hooked. Oh, so I, I couldn't tell oh, you how man. many times it was just like. No, it's so funny. <laughs> Literally lost my shit when that ginger staring sideways at her like, I want to conquer you. Oh yeah. Well, oh yeah. The first couple times, the first couple times he sees her, I, the, his his face to me, he's looking at her like, "Oh my god, you're the most beautiful creature I've ever seen in my entire life." Yeah, that's like the woman like of his dreams. Completely deer in the headlights. Like he has yeah. no idea what to do except he's just like it's the rapture. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's like that scene in Wayne's World where it's when fucking Garth sees the monster like Dreamweaver. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And her and her like short ass hair, her sword is waving in the wind. <laughs> like, no, I'm so serious. Every exchange oh, between them. He's sitting there and he's eating off the lamb's bone or whatever the fuck that is and sipping he's off the He's eating meat. a piece of bread and he's looking at her like, you know what else I can oh. eat? <laughs> oh, so just imagine this is your thigh. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you, know, you know, every single scene with the two of them really kind of, I had like this, this level of discomfort because he's so just overtly yeah eye humping her and it's just I, I i kind of feel for any woman that i have i have looked at in a way i'm like shit i'm sorry girl if i ever made you feel well, that bad brienne doesn't know what to do because she's never been the center of a man's yeah, gaze no. yeah never so she is completely ill-equipped to handle what's going on they're but adorable she's, she's gonna get to off her. he's gonna get you to her you think so oh, yeah no he, oh, he's he already will. getting to her and yeah. then I don't know if they're going to become I don't know if they're going to become lovers or not but she's he is going to crack her open <laughs> and she's going to melt enough to start to become a bit more of like a bit more Womanly. her her thing is yeah I mean she's going to start to I think he's going to help her sort of embrace her feminine side a well, little as bit I more I assume she's not been with a man No 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 okay no, and but, so we'll you know, see. I mean, it is Game of Thrones, so they probably will fuck. Yeah, uh, I mean, she she has had a thing for the pretty boys. Wait for it, mm, <laughs> giant sex. <laughs> so yeah, I I just want to see how this plays out, and and I really hope it plays out with with the two of them getting together. But we'll see. My favorite part about their whole thing is that it adds a bit of much needed levity. Yes. to what is otherwise a dark and yes. for 
foreboding television show. They are so funny and so charming that it makes all of the rest of the savagery so much more palatable as a yeah. result. And then as my last prediction, um, I'm over the High Sparrow shit. Me fucking too. I, I'm seriously done with it and I'm tired of it and I just want that shit to play out. I don't care who gets killed. That just shit, oh, well, that shit just needs to go away. I hope it's the Sparrow that gets fucking killed. Yeah. I want to see In him. In a bad way. I want to see him gutted slowly. I want, I want shivs put under his toenails. I want them to cut his eyeballs off. Put salt in his eyes. I want them to flay his cock and balls and cover it in the honey and then sit him next to an anthill. I hate this motherfucker. And that yeah. grin at the end of the episode when he's like, ha ha ha. Oh no, oh, there will be no ace. walk of shame. Mwah, 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 mwah. Oh, I hate yeah. that. And I, honestly, I want Jamie to do it. I want him to take yeah. that big fucking sword and just run him through. Either Jamie or Loris. Either one. Oh no, that's that's nice. Yeah, poor Loris. One one last thing I wanna I wanna talk about involving John and Sansa. Oh God. The scene when they the the scene after they make their first reunion and she starts talking to him about going and retaking Winterfell. I thought that was a really crucial moment and a real taste of things to come. I have a feeling that he's gonna work with her and they're gonna take the wildlings and they're gonna retake Winterfell. But he's not going to take Winterfell. John, She's going she, to take well, Winterfell. She, is, she said as much. Yeah. John may I, not be a Stark, a Stark, but I am. Mm-hmm. But yeah, exactly. And I think she is going to, like, they're going to go take back Winterfell, and then she's going to take over Winterfell and become the Warden of the North. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that will be some shit to mm-hmm. see, because Sexy. she will then have the allegiance of the Wildlings for the first time in what she, hunt thousands of years she can be the warden of my south i <laughs> <laughs> see what you did there uh, yeah yeah thank you thank you uh lady slade you have something to add here well we haven't talked anything about benjen coming back oh, oh yes. come on guys you know, how are we talk about that the ice hand and like not they're making that to a different character and it's kind of blowing my mind too okay so benjen we last saw benjen in uh right after ned was decapitated if i'm not mistaken he was at the. He uh, went out. He went out ranging when John first yes. got to the wall and never oh, returned. Oh no, that's yeah. right. And then he never returned. So nope. I mean, it, you'll forgive me. I mean, I'm a Game of Thrones fan, but there's so many characters so much to shit keep to track chew of. On this fucking yeah. show. So many yeah. names to keep straight mm-hmm. that it was like, oh, Uncle, but ben- you're my Uncle Benjamin. I'm like, well, who the fuck is Uncle Benjamin? <laughs> well, ben- like, oh, I gotta go back and watch the first season, episode three, to remember who the fuck that is. <laughs> yeah. Shit. You know what? I mean, that's like it, it, so. But Lady Slade has a point here because Benjen is basically a reversed engineered White Walker. Yeah. He's yes. like the whole key to the yes. whole war of how he's they're gonna how they're gonna conquer the White Walkers. Benjen is a huge part of this. He's gonna help with the whole war and, and coming up with a tactic and and it's so exciting. Mm-hmm. And then Sansa's going to unite all of the families of the North along with the Wildlings and with the Night's Watch and fucking fuckery. fend off and fend off the army. And if anything, like what we saw at the end of at the was at the end of season five when the attack on East Watch by the Sea took place mm-hmm. and the way they filmed that and how fucking incredibly epic that was. I mean, that was like a 45. It was like a 40 minute battle. And that was better than any fucking shit I've seen in any movie in the mm. last 10 yeah, years. I'll second that. Yeah. It was epic and harrowing yeah. and intense and and just so many feelings they're gonna fucking they're gonna do that for the victory for the fucking victory battle because and, and when they when they fucking take the white walkers down good god if we're not all if we're not all in a standing ovation by the time that's done then like hbo failed